this nomad visa, of course, has been a, a popular option in both Spain and Portugal. Could we talk a, a bit about the nomad visa from a tax perspective? I'll start with you, Ricky, please. Well, so the, as I mentioned, it's something that it was, um, it was involved, it was incorporated like, um, early, early January. So it's something that it's very new and we've had a lot of people asking questions uh, about how to apply to this uh, type of visa and everything. But the government hasn't really given us uh, a lot of information about that. And we've, uh, we are in touch with a lot of uh, immigration attorneys and apparently now in March, they gave some some additional information. So, if anyone wanted to apply, I mean, we could assist them with that. But tax-wise, um, the the way it's going to work, it's very similar as uh, being a non-resident in Spain. Basically, it gives you the the advantage to being uh, working here in Spain remotely for for a foreign company. You can either it it, it either works if you are self-employed. Well, an autonomous, uh, or, or if you're working for a, for a company, if you are self-employed, there's one condition that only 20% of your incomes can be coming from Spain. And, and the way the well, tax wise, uh, you, these incomes and everything you, you're generating and all the salary that is being paid to you, uh, it's only taxed at a 24% uh, tax rate. So it's very similar to the, the way it's taxed is very similar to the to the to the Beckham law, and also well, obviously, as if you are not tax resident in Spain. Yeah, okay, so that's, that's yeah, very he, here the, the yeah, sorry, the, so the complicated it's, thing it's, it's fifty. Just to confirm, it's fifty one five percent, right? No, it's twenty five, uh, twenty four percent. Twenty four. Okay, right. Okay, because yeah, that's, it's the, it's that's a, yeah, it's the same rate as the as the Beckham. as the Beckham law. Yeah, it's okay. same same tax rate. Sorry, but you you were about to say something else. Uh, yeah, what what I was saying is the the the, I mean it's not a complicated thing, but uh, some of the requirements uh the that they are shown on this uh new law they're like kind of complicated because um, the 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 people that wants to be here and working remotely for the company they need to know that they come the foreign company actually needs to be registered in Spain. Uh, it's something not a lot of people know about. Uh, but he actually, the, the, the foreign company needs to be registered in Spain and then pay the, pay the, the salary through, yeah, through and also pay social security. Yeah. Okay. Wait. So let me just make sure I got this. So Nomad Visa, you're not residents. You can run a company, but yeah. whatever company's paying you must register in Spain. Yeah. So this is whether I, I get that if you are an employee, but what if you're an independent contractor to that company? Does it so start? if you're if mm -hmm. you're the an independent contractor of the company, then you need to show uh, a business relationship with uh with that company uh, for I think it's uh, around a year uh, that you've been working with the with this uh, with this um, with this uh, different company, and you need to actually demonstrate. That you can work remotely for for this company that it's something that is necessary uh, and also what i was saying earlier it's uh with being an independent contractor you can actually work for a spanish company but only 20 percent of your incomes can come from spain if there are more then automatically uh well the this type of visa will be will be denied okay 
And under either scenario, whether you're an independent contractor to that foreign company or you're an employee to that foreign company, social charges will be triggered regardless. Yes. Uh, for okay. the, for the, for, for the employer, uh, for the self-employed, no. No. For the, for the, for the person that is actually employed by the company, yes, because the company will, since they will need to register here in mm. Spain, they will pay, uh, social security. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, what they recommend. Oh. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What they recommend, uh, well, and it's also one of the requirements. It's the, the person moving to Spain, they need to have a private insurance. Uh, yeah. It's something that it's required. So they will not, generally speaking, they do not have recourse to like government healthcare facilities. Yeah. That is correct. Well, the, 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 the person that is employed, yeah, they, they have, uh, they have access to the, to because the public case, social uh, charges. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Understood. Understood. Augusto. Well, um, with respect to the, uh, nomad visas. So this is not a, a tax regime and does not have any specific tax treatment. So mm -hmm. either the, the individual is tax resident in Portugal or not, depending on the criteria that we have already discussed. Uh, so um, if uh, the, 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 the normal uh, the, the individual that obtained this kind of visa uh, um, meets the requirements to be considered tax resident in Portugal, then you would be subject to, to the general rules. And, for example, it would be available the NHR regime that uh, may apply to to him. So, uh, uh, for example, if uh, he, uh, that such person has a an activity either as employer, employee or a self-employer, um, and that can be considered high value added activity, then it can as the benefits of the NHR regime, but uh, it does not have any specific tax treatment derived from the type of visa. Mm. Okay. So again, and so they just to summarize, so for Portugal, it's not like Spain in that within the program, there's no special tax treatment, but it can, and it's usually paired with the NHR typically. And depending on your situation, that may be beneficial because with the NHR, it doesn't apply to everyone that applies. You must fit under one of the government categories of a high value activity as is defined by the government. If you do, then you get your 20%. If not, you're on a regular progressive tax rate. So, but assuming that you do make the cut, it'll be 20% versus uh, Spain, which is 24%. However, with Spain, it's 24% as an independent contractor, no social charges. But with Portugal, it's 20%. Yes, you pay social charges as an independent contractor. Okay, so, but again, no, none, none is better than the other. It depends on your unique circumstances. And before you make any decision at all, you'd want to speak with a professional. So, yeah. Okay. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. 
Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.